Narcissists clearly are experts in the area of controlling others. One lesser known tactic they use is called coercive control. It's most commonly known to happen in romantic relationships, but it also happens in parent-child relationships. Coercive control doesn't really involve physical violence, yet victims wonder if they don't obey the narcissist, will it turn violent one day? Fear is a very effective weapon, and those who use coercive control are well aware of that. Often without so much as touching their victim, they instill a deep-seated fear in them. There, these are some signs of coercive control that people need to be aware of. Intimidation is a huge red flag. Now, towards the end of my first marriage, my ex tried to intimidate me often by punching things other than me. After, he would tell me how lucky I was that he was hitting walls instead of me because he really wanted to hit me. Other forms of intimidation can in include things like showing weapons, blocking you from leaving a room, or maybe standing over you in such a way as to make themselves look much bigger than you. Minor Violent Acts now, I hate to use the word minor with violent acts because it sounds like it's trivializing violence. That is definitely not my intention. What I mean, though, is acts that aren't obvious, like, you know, punching. I mean things like pushing a person, holding a person in place, or even pinching hard. These are the so-called minor violent acts. Using threats to control. Threatening to leave you to commit suicide, to hurt your child or pet in order to get what they want, also fall into a category of coercive control. Micromanaging a victim. When someone controls things like how you dress or wash the dishes, it makes you easy to control because in time, you start to feel as if you must ask your partner for permission and instructions to do anything and everything. Some parents continue treating their adult child as if they were young children in need of their guidance well into adulthood. This is commonly known as infantilization. Financial abuse. An abusive partner will keep their mate in the relationship by destroying their credit, spending all of their paychecks, or refusing them all access to the couple's finances. Isolation is another form of coercive control. Now, it's no secret abusers like to isolate their victims. Isolation makes victims easy to control by limiting their information and support they can receive from outside sources. Abusers may claim their victims, friends, or family aren't fit for them as one way of isolating their victims. Sex is a very commonly used method of coercive control. Abusers, of course, may violently rape their victims, but that's not even always the case. Many use shame, saying things like, well, any other woman in the world would be glad to do this one little thing for me, or if you loved me, you would really do this thing for me. They also need to be very good lovers at first to get their victims hooked on sex with them. Then in time, they suddenly lose interest in having sex with you. When you practically beg them, uh, that's when they have the power over you. They use the opportunity to tell you what they want from you and what will make them regain interest in sex with you. When things like this happen, it's really not easy at first to identify these behaviors as abusive. Abusers get worse gradually to build up a victim's tolerance of abuse. This is probably why so many victims stay. It just happened so gradually they didn't even realize it was happening. By the time they did, they felt unable to escape. If this describes you or someone you know, please get out now. These behaviors are all signs of a potentially violent person. Protect yourself and stay safe.